Welcome to Bombo. About, uh, well, we've, over many years, we have been thinking about whether we should have, needed, should have a permanent home center for the monastery without walls. And we never actually went looking for a place, but over the years, quite a few offers were made, and we were teased, and often, well, and disappointed. Um, but nothing seemed to, you know, materialize. And then, as we approached the 25th anniversary of the of the naming of the community and after 1991, uh, and the 25th anniversary was last year, and we had a meeting of the all the national coordinators, 62 national coordinators in England. We had prepared for that with a lot of discussion, a lot of consultation about whether we should get a place. And the general and strong feeling was, was that it would be a good idea at this stage for us to have a home and a, for the whole community, a center. And it, it would serve the monastery without walls rather than give walls to the monastery, but it would allow the monastery without walls to be, uh, to be centered and to be served. So uh, we started to look, and we were led very quickly to Bonveau. And when we, in, when we first drove in, remember it was one afternoon, we had been looking at places in this region of Poitiers, about two hours south of Paris. And uh, it, it had all been a bit, a bit sort of depressing after a while, You'd go from one property to another and you know, there are all sorts of, you know, sometimes you, you know within seconds that it's completely uh, you know, non-starter, but you've got to go through all the polite sort of uh, visits. So anyway, we were beginning to feel a little bit uh, uh, low about it. And then we, we drove in to Bombo and there's a quite a long drive from the, from the quiet road on which it's situated. And as we drove in and saw the house there, this is the main house, we call it the chateau, but uh, it was this sort of love at first sight feeling. So if you remember, what love at first sight feels like. You, if it comes a little later in life, you're, you're able to both feel it and also question it. <laughs> so we, we questioned it, but did feel very strongly the, the, the spirit of the place. And the, it, 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 there's a, it's in a little valley Bombo is old French for good valley or beautiful valley. And uh, it's sitting in a sort of a resting or floating really in a little a narrow valley, a saucer. And um, very, 
much just there. And silently there, very stably there. It's a very Benedictine place, very stable. And uh, very present. And then we discovered that uh, there had been a Benedictine monastery there from the 12th century. Uh, the monks uh, arrived in, I think, 1114. And uh, five years later, they uh, transferred to the new Benedictines who, who had been set up and were being led by St. Bernard of Clairvaux. Later became the Cistercians, of course. So we don't know exactly, you know, how, how these, you know, the, what, 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 why they went there or how, how we knew where they came from. And I, you know, I'm sure every every new Benedictine monastery or every new monastery is is created out of some kind of conflict uh, and some kind of vision and idealism. So I'm pretty certain that that, that happened there. They went there as a small group of monks to live uh, the life in a purer and more, you know, more idealistic way, and then they joined this new reform movement. So, and then they they were there. So it was a place of contemplation from then until uh, after the French Revolution, 1792. And uh, then, of course, like it was uh, became a, a private a private residence. So, and you'll see there are still some signs of the original monastery built into the house. But certainly the spirit of the place has this, um, this, this, this quality or this atmosphere of the, the contemplative life. So it was a strong feeling that it was waiting for us, you know, to come back to. So, this is going to be a new international center of the World Community for Christian Meditation. And the uh, national coordinators of the world uh, enthusiastically supported the vision. And uh, we have made the commitment. We are um, hoping to sign the deal finally in July or maybe a little later this year. And as I'll explain in a minute, there's a, a core community that is ready to just to commit themselves to it, commit ourselves to it. And I and I it, it will be my home. I, I'm going to move there at the right time and uh, I will spend at least half half my half my time there. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, next please. So the the vision, as I said, grew out of the uh, preparation for the twenty-fifth anniversary which was an important milestone, and we felt that this was, this is uh, another milestone in the history uh, and life of our community. And here on the bottom right, you see the group of national coordinators uh, who met in England and who backed this fully. And just here on the left, you'll see a little bit of the of one wing of the uh, original 12th century Cloister, you'll see that a little bit more clearly later. Okay. So, the vision. What is the vision? Well, as you know, the, the community, as it 
has developed as a kind of a left and a, a right hand. And one is our in-reach. This is, of course, how we started, and this is our principal uh, focus, which is to bring uh, the contemplative uh, life uh, back into the heart of the church. And that's what you know, we're all involved in, in, in bringing meditation groups into parishes and uh, reminding in an ecumenical way, in an ecumenical community, uh, the church of the centrality of contemplation in the Christian life. The other sort of side that has grown out of that is what we have have uh, called, or the umbrella term for it is meditatio. Meditatio began uh, about 10 years ago with the idea of a series of programs that allow us to bring the fruits of meditation into a secular environment, into a secular world. That's why we're doing the meditation and leadership course at Georgetown University, for example, uh, or bringing meditation directly into work, into work, workplace. That's why we can have a seminar, meditatio seminar, on the environment, or on science, or on um, mental health. So this gives us the and, and medicine. So this is why we we are able to to bring together. Uh, people who are open to and wanting to dialogue about or the contemplative, a, a contemplative response to the, the challenges that really all of these fields of, in, of, of activity, all of these institutions are facing today. So the vision of, of uh, Bombo uh, brings together these two, the left and the right hemisphere. Uh, it will be primarily, of course, a place of Christian life, Christian contemplative life, based on the rule of Benedict, with a core of a community living there, uh, running the place, uh, giving hospitality, and you know having uh, the, the daily rhythm of a, of a, of a Benedictine community. Uh, open to and shared with with everyone, and there'll also be a centre there. It's the barn. The barn doesn't yet know that it's going to be the centre, but it's beginning to suspect it. So the the, the barn will be converted into a, um, a conference centre and it'll be a large meditation space um, where we'll be able to hold um, events related to different meditatio programs. And the interesting thing is, is that already there are quite a few organizations or companies or uh, groups that are um, uh, eager to come and they're attracted by the beauty of the place and, and, and the vision and the spirit of the place uh, to come and hold their comp uh, to hold uh, meetings there that we will, to which we will give a contemplative dimension. So, so who will Bombo welcome? We'll welcome everybody. We'll welcome the individual meditator who wants to come and make a retreat and deepen their own journey. Uh, groups, small groups or larger groups, national groups. Um, we, we have a, uh, 
we already have some some dates for uh, some Asian meditators to come in the fall of next year. I'm not quite sure how far along our renovation will be by then, but so the idea is, is that we'll welcome national communities as well as, of course, as individuals. And uh, it will be, be a place also where we'll be able to, to train and give formation to the next generation of teachers in our community. We have, a, we have a, an amazing uh, fund of, uh, of teachers, young and old, in the community and the School of Meditation, which uh, Jim is presently the director, um, is, is doing a, you know, a very good work in uh, both training them and, uh, and sending them out and, and uh, using them to teach. So it will be a place, a sort of a seminary or place of, of, of formation for them. <coughs> the daily life, will basically be the life of the, uh, of the Benedictine rhythm uh, with meditation integrated into the divine office and the mass. Uh, a simple liturgy, a simple uh, prayer, but uh, with, a, with a strong you know, emphasis on, of course, the practice of meditation itself. And we hope in time, the third phase of our planned renovation will be to develop some hermitages in the woods as well. So there'll be both community and, and a solitary uh, experience of, uh, possible there. Okay. So this is the location. It's about three, 300, 340 kilometers. What's that? Uh, 200 miles, is it? Uh, south of uh, Paris, uh, two hours <coughs> south of Paris. Um, by train, fast train. Poitiers is um, a beautiful old city. Um, which which it also has a, uh, a, a low-cost uh, airline airport, so it's easy to get to. It's one hour from London and access from all over Europe and well situated on the, on the road systems of France. Um, we are very fortunate already, really, to have very good relationships with the local local community. Um, we've made contact, with, of course, with the mayor of the little town near where the Monaco, where Bombo is. She's a young woman. Uh, mayor's in even small French towns are very powerful. They, they you know, make it easy to get planning permission and that kind of thing. So uh, fortunately, she's 100% behind this. This is just what she wants. Uh, and uh, fortunately, her friends are in the planning department. And uh, so they've, they've all come on board. And we had a, an amazing meeting with the wall in which we were expecting to run into a lot of the famous French bureaucracy, but uh, we've, been, we've been very fortunate so far. Uh, we've also made contact, of course, with the Archbishop of Poitiers, who is very, very friendly and open and welcoming. Uh, he says this is a gift for the French church that we're coming. 
and um, we had uh, we met with him, had lunch with him, and some of the uh, new members of the new community were able to meet him. And then we're not far from Ligouje, which is uh, maybe 10 miles or so from Bombo. Ligouje is one of the oldest monasteries in Europe. It's uh, founded by Saint Martin of Tours in uh, <laughs> the sort of fifth century. Uh, and the community there, Benedictine community there, is is, is really very uh, kind and very very welcoming to us. So we feel very blessed. And there are two meditation groups in Poitiers who welcome us when we go to visit. So they gave us a very nice welcome and a buffet supper. So there's a nice feeling that we're you know we're being welcomed there by the local people. And the interesting thing is, it's also on the route of the Camino to Compostela, which we hadn't realized at first. But from Tours, I'm not quite sure where Tours is on this map. Anyway, uh, it's very near Poitiers. So it's on, it's on, Bombo is on the, is on that route. And uh, so it's, it's part of the, the old and sort of sacred site. Of, uh, of France, of Europe. Okay. So it's a, the property here. You can see it outlined in red, heart shape, uh, is 160 acres. Uh, on the south. A second. Here, where's it gone? Uh, here is the is the main house that you saw already. There's a little chapel here, a small little chapel where we hope to have the first meditation space. Uh, built a little later. Here is the, the barn and the does that say barn? Oh no, this is the barn here. The barn and the stables are here. No, sorry, this is yeah, this is the house here. Sorry, this doesn't this is the house here. Okay. This is the this is the uh, little chapel. These are the stables, which we will convert into uh, guest uh, the guest house. And this is the pigsty for the very special guests, <laughs> which we will also convert in the second phase into a uh, into accommodation and. Then there are two other houses on the property which need renovation. And they, the whole property is actually, thank God, in good condition. We had it uh, surveyed, and uh, the, the roof and you know, no no basic um, no basic structural problems. So it makes life much easier. And um, so there's one house here, the entrance to the property. This is the entrance to the property here. We might then put in another road here so the cars could park here or something like that. Uh, so there's one house here at the entrance, the guard house, and there's another house over here, the hunting lodge. So you see a lot of the property is wooded. You can see here that there's an old couple living in the house who uh, had to sell off some of the forest here to keep themselves going. So one of our priorities will be to re reforest this 
area here. But um, it's a very beautiful um, property, large, some large fields, and we've got ideas about what we'll grow there. We'd, I'd love to be able to grow some healing herbs. I have a, a friend in Ireland, meditator, who's a, a, quite a famous herbalist, so he's going to advise us, maybe we'll grow, grow his herbs there. But it would be beautiful to be surrounded by all these healing herbs going. And then uh, we've also, we were also advised to grow cro crocuses or croci because of saffron and also um, hazelnuts because there's a world shortage of hazelnuts. If you like Nutella. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so we do, we want to we want to be able to grow things there, and, and that should provide some income as well. Um, and you'll see a little a, a lake here, which was probably originally the monastic fish pond. So there's a very small little you'll see it in a minute little little stream that starts here or well, here probably and flows down and opens up into this lake, which is very beautiful. Then there's a little weir here, and it becomes a little stream again. And there's another another river from here, and a spring in the ground here. And also there's a spring there. Where the, so these two, these two rivers flow from, uh, from, the origin, you know, from original springs. Our neighbors are nice people, quiet. Okay? Oh, uh, yeah, so that's, that's it, really. So this is the, um, as you drive in, this is, this is how you see the house. And um, this is in the height of summer. It was a very hot day, I remember, when we went there. Um, this, is, uh, this is the wing of the cloister. So probably the original cloister came out this way. Well, it did come out this way. Can't do this way, well, it? Anyway, so it was there. It was here. And um, so the church would have come this out this way. Why can't I do that? Anyway, there. <laughs> okay. So there are about twenty. Well, there will be. When the renovation is done, there'll be about 20 rooms and a couple of small apartments in this house. It will be for community and, and guests. And we're very blessed also because a um, firm of architects in Singapore, an international firm called DB Architects, who we introduced meditation to some time ago last year, uh, beginning of this year, uh, have, have given us their services and have given us their professional services uh, and very generously and very you know whenever we need them so they're, they're designing the whole thing for us then we have a French architect who's going to sort of put it into practice and we hope we'll have a German meditator who will be the um, guy who cracks the whip <laughs> and uh, keeps, them, keeps them on target and checks, checks everything's being done on time. 
So uh, we, we really have been very blessed by uh, generous uh, gifts of, of time and talent. This is the little chapel here, which was built later, but, uh, so, and it makes a very nice meditation space. And this is the, here is the, is the stables and the barn. So you can see it's, you know, there's just a little walk up, there's a little incline there. So it's very nicely um, uh, configured, the different buildings. Okay. This is the other side of the house. This is the lake. And uh, there's a rather nice old Madonna statue of Madonna here. Uh, the roof, as I say, is in good condition. And uh, there's fish in the lake. A lot of wildlife in the woods and in, in, the, in the grounds. And beautiful trees, amazing trees. Okay. So again, this is a close-up of the uh, of the cloister. It needs to be cleaned up a bit. We should be able to get some help from the government to um, clear it up because it's a old building. Um, so the ha it, it, the house is habitable, but uh, it uh, definitely needs uh, renovation. We need to put in more bathrooms and reconfigure the rooms. So it's a, it's a, it's a, be a major renovation, re-plumbing and re, uh, rewiring as well. So we know what we're going to be facing. But as I say, we've, we've got excellent uh, advisors and, uh, and uh, architects and designers to do it for us. Okay? We had thought of, we had thought of, uh, uh, you know, walling in, or not walling in, but uh, cut, putting glass in here, so I'm keeping this as a meditation space, but I'm not sure we'll do that, but we have time to think about that, but I think we'll, we'd want to use this part of the cloister for um, contemplative walking or, or for meditation itself. Okay? So again, this is a this is on the inside of it. This takes you into that. There's, there's no sort of one big front door. So you can come into the house either on, either on the other side or uh, through one of these doors through the cloister. Okay. So I asked the architects who, who were helping us if they could imagine, give us an artist's impression of the old abbey. And this is what they came up with. I mean, I, I fed them some, some uh, false, false facts, but so this is this this is maybe what it looked like. Well, this is this is probably what. Well, this is all. This is certainly what the 12th century Benedictine monastery uh, in that in this region would have looked like. So it wasn't huge, which is a nice thing. Uh, and you know the, the really big monasteries in. Europe, but with the famous ones, they basically and so on. These these were like headquarters of large landed corporations. But the most of the spiritual life, or the deeper spiritual life, was often in small priories. Well, this became an abbey, but in small communities that uh, you know were were further away 
from the main the main mother mother house. So we think this is this is probably what it what it looked like. But we do have ground. We do have plans. This is where the church was. We know we know where the church was. So we have plans. We don't know where the monks are buried. So we may pick them up one day. Um, but we have a young meditator in London who's an archaeologist, and he's getting very excited. So he's he's going to come and wants to as soon as we assign the papers, we'll come and start digging. Okay. And what we want to do is to, uh, you know, in some way indicate the layout of the church and the cloister, maybe with with bushes or plants or rose bushes or something like that, so that you'll have a sense of that that space. So this is the side of the little chapel. This is what the river the river looks like. Okay. This is the famous piggery. And this is where we want to have the, um, what we were calling a, a little contemplative village. So it's, it's just on the other side of the barn. It's all, you know, a few hundred yards from each other. Um, so the accommodation for guests would be in the main house, in the stables, and then also in the third phase, the second phase, we would build these little, these little units, little cells, with a simple design, but with a, a bit like a Camaldolese cell, um, you know, with a or Carthusian cell, with a sleeping space, a living space, and bathroom and so on, and then a little piece of garden stretching out in front of it, so there will be private garden, uh, so neatly uh, lined up with each other, so a sense of community but also of solitude. Okay, so this is this is the reality. <laughs> um, this, this will be, it's not all like this, but this will be the, uh, the kitchen the main kitchen of the of the guest house, and the, the dining room actually will be the part of the stables. You know, we, get, we want to keep the little uh, horse boxes, you know, so that each each one will have maybe uh, space for twelve uh, twelve people to eat. Okay. So this is the stables looking <coughs> from the house, looking up, and uh, this this was the room you just looked at. This will be where the kitchen is. Up here will be accommodation rooms, all the way here. This will be the dining room here, and then inside here. This is really very beautiful. What the architects want to do is to uh, glass this in on both sides. So this, this space here will be in, in ter interior space. And um, then we'll have, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's an office there, a, a bookshop, and uh, a sitting room <coughs> for guests. And uh, the barn, I hope you have a picture of the barn. 
the barn is just behind here on the other side, and the barn will, will be, as I said, the conference center, and we'll be able to design it so we can use it for, as flexible space and, and have rooms, uh, small rooms as well. Okay? This is the lake. Okay? And that's it. This is our um, website for Bombo, so we can keep that up to date. And we're sending out an email every month or so, just to keep everybody uh, updated on uh, the fundraising and on the, uh, you know, the community uh, project and so on. Um, there's a could, can we try to get that? There's a, a short um, piece here, a video clip by Giovanni Bellicini, who is a meditator, an oblate of the community for many years. Many, some of you will, will know him and his work, a teacher in the community. And um, he lives, he, has, he, he and his partner have a house quite near very near, really, uh, Bombo. So he'll be very much part of the program. He'll be the director of the program. He doesn't know it yet, but he will be the director <laughs> of programs. And um, uh, and he's done a nice little thing. I don't know where on the website it is. Uh, I don't know where it is. By vision. I don't, think, I don't think it's on the sweat. I don't think. I think it's on the. It must be here. Anybody know where? Oh, oh here we are. Just, these are quite nice pictures too. So this is a kind of a artist's impression of what it would be, what it would be like. This is the barn. Here, this is the stables, and this will be the that big sort of gate there, covered in with um, <coughs> glass. Okay, just go down a little bit more. Maybe there's some other things. Just click on that arrow. Right? Well, uh, do you want that video, or you said something about the three levels? Yeah, that isn't that isn't the video we want. But so this, so I asked a lot of people. Uh, just a minute, go back, go back. That's it. So I asked a lot of people, uh, you know, who were interested in this and supportive of it, if they would write a few words about it. So this is something Thomas Keating wrote. The need for a place to train leaders and teachers and to provide space for special groups to hold important meetings is a sign of significant growth. WCCM is enjoying immense expansion and it's being constantly enriched by maturing meditators, some of whom will want more advanced training. The house and grounds of Bombard are very beautiful and well suited to your purpose. As an ancient monastery, the walls are exuding grace all the time, like the special shrines of Europe and the Near East. It will help those who come to relax and find deep refreshment in the gift of profound silence that this facility is certain to provide with my prayer and friendship. Just, just uh, click, click there, uh, here, that's it. I think something. This is Mary, Mary McAleese, President of Ireland. This is my abbot general, my abbot here from Monte Olivetto. This is uh, Sarah Bachelard, an uh, Anglican priest from Australia, some of you will know. Paul Harris uh, from Canada. This is Richard Raw, 
Thank you for sharing with me the vision of your new international center. By reason of the incarnation, Christians invariably become attuned to the importance of place and the effectiveness of the right symbol. This is the way the inner message becomes outer and the hidden message becomes both visible and attractive. I feel this is happening and will happen at Bombo. I fully congratulate the world community for embarking on the project of this new center for its whole community and for all who are seeking depth and peace. It is a truly beautiful place and I am sure it will communicate the beauty of the peace of contemplation. Having an ancient monastic origin adds another dimension to the spirit of the place. Talking with you, I know that all contemplatives will feel welcome here, and I hope all friends of WCCM can fully support this great venture. Okay? And then we've got some young people as well. This is a young meditator, a young student from Poland. For us young students and people in Poland, the vision of the living Christ must be renewed. So many of us feel the lack of his presence and are seeking substitute treasures. They feel who wants to be in church that is just a piece of stone without any life-giving presence. Thank you for the gift of meditation which gives us a new perspective of meaning and spiritual life. Next year I'm going to start studying philosophy. I still carry on my daily practice of meditation. I also run marathons and enjoy every step of my life's way. I hope the Bombo Center will become a home for our lost selves and the wounded hearts of our friends. I really desire to participate and help in this work. Beautiful. There's a young woman, Josie Oblate in London. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Thomas Keating. Jean Bernier. Uh, dear Lawrence, it was so good to have you here at our retreat, which we preached together. I do think that we need each other. You can help people in our communities to meditate, and we can help your communities to grow up to the poor and needy. I pray that your project in Bombay will be a success in communion with Jesus. This is from Mark Carney, the Governor of the Bank of England. He's also a meditator. This is from Cardinal Pell in Rome. This is from Charles Taylor, the philosopher. This is a young Chinese or Hong Kong meditator. As a young meditator, I have a very hopeful sense of the future of WCCM and that it can bring the gift of peace to people of my generation. In all walks of life in this constantly distracted world, peace has become a rare treasure. Meditation has indeed empowered us and leads us into the realm of peace which is in our heart. I see Bombo as one of the great turning points of our community, and I believe it will attract a new generation to embrace this gift of peace and then bring it to the chaos of the world. This is um, Archbishop Gallagher, who is the Foreign Secretary of the Vatican. This is uh, Bishop Gordon, uh, another patron, and who is the uh, Bishop of Barbados. This is somebody called Magda Jass. <laughs> Go up a little bit. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I met John. Okay. Oh. Anyway, I won't read it. Uh, this is from Magda. This is from Beth Cardone, also known as Elizabeth Cardone. This is from Sister Ruth Montrichard, sister of um, Christine here, who's becoming a novice today, and so on. So uh, we feel very supported by the, you know, the prayers and 
enthusiasm and the vision of the people, um, friends and people in the community. Now, we still haven't found where it is. Um, Lawrence. Yes, where is it? It's, it's on the main website, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's Levels way. of Science in Bonneville. Okay, go to, go to the homepage then. <coughs> go down to, the, uh, down to the bottom. Keep going, keep going. No, right there, the, the vi video. Oh, yes, well done. Okay, so this is... Uh, so this, the spec we were using... Okay, you want me to play it? Yes. Okay. Using, um, ...to organize our search for the meditation center, um, essentially said that uh, what we were looking for was a property that would house... Um, a community of let's say 12 people, um, so a contemplative community, and then enough outbuildings or ruins where we would be given permission to develop a conference center for 30, 40 or so people. Um, and we looked at a lot of properties, and none of them uh, gave us the feeling that oh, these two things would be able to be developed in a way where there was enough space and also where a contemplative life could continue to happen. Um, and then we found Bonvo, and as we drove down we were really taken by the beauty of the place. And it was once we had walked around that we, we were able to sense that here we would be able to house the uh, meditation community and up the hill and through the arches of the stable and beyond where the barn is, we would be able to have a conference center, and, and a large one, in fact. And what that would mean um, was that it was immediately clear that the house would be a place <coughs> of, of silence and uh, contemplative uh, life and that the conference center could at times be very busy, very noisy, people arriving without having to pass the house and uh, unfolding their work. And so we could see that we would literally, over time, be able to develop uh, an international center where we could have different levels of silence. The silence of the community life, the silence of practice, but also discussion and the busyness of conferences, and then the community would be able to, within its uh, structure, uh, within the, the main building for the community, would be able to afford a space and holding for people who wanted to make deeper retreat or to go deeper into the silence. And of course, there are the woods where we would then be able to develop heritages. So, Three levels of silence, let's say, would be able to be held comfortably together um, for the deepening of the life of the members of our community. So that's, uh, that's uh, I hope gives you the rule sense and uh, impression of, the, of uh, what it's like there. Um, we hope to start the uh, renovation work uh, by 
finish the can, probably, probably, maybe, hopefully, certainly before the end of the year, maybe October, if we're lucky. And um, then we we have three phases. The first will be a renovation, maybe a partial renovation of the main house uh, and the uh, stables, creating as many guest rooms as we can afford at that stage in the stables. And then the second phase would be completing that and building, uh, and, and the barn would be also part of the first phase. And the second phase would be completing that if necessary and uh, uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the grounds and you know, the, the gardens. And then the third phase would be building this little contemplative village and some hermitages in the woods and eventually these renovating these two two houses on the property. So there's a it's a big challenge, there's no doubt. But um, we uh, are going going forth in, in faith. Um, the the basic uh, uh, budget is you know for each of these phases it's about two point five million euro. Um, the largest uh, donation we've had so far is one million euro uh, from a very generous meditator in Singapore. And um, but the same day that we got that was there was a, a group of a little meditation group meeting at a, a prison uh, in a women's prison in uh, Australia, Sydney. Uh, seen seen this on the website or in the newsletter and felt very excited and inspired by it. And they, um, they uh, uh, told their chaplain that they wanted to, uh, to become friends and uh, as a, a meditation group to uh, contribute $100. Um, so they may take them a little time to do that because they don't get paid very much for the work that they do, but that's what they will be doing. And so, you know, that, and that really expresses, well, what is really energizing and inspiring for all of us in this project, the range and the depth and the sincerity of the, of the generosity, the engagement of people. The national coordinators all agreed that each group would get $100 towards a scholarship fund. And the scholarship fund would enable us to bring people there who wouldn't be able to afford it otherwise. And um, so, uh, my, my, my hope is, is that uh, you know, every meditator in the community will contribute anything from one dollar to one million dollars. <laughs> and, uh, and it's important that the one dollars come in, you know, because uh, it, 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 it is, and it is happening, that the community itself owns this property. And it's not just a property, but it is a home for the community. And, and that and people really do feel that. There is a very strong sense when I travel and I speak about it, whether it's Hong Kong or uh, Bangkok or Manila or, or uh, Europe or Australia. Uh, this, there is the same feeling there. So. Um, I would like to say a few words about that. Um, I, I know we're going long, and I'll try to keep this brief. Um, 
Father Lawrence just asked me to, to share a reflection with you about Bonbo. Uh, I was talking to him this morning and just sharing, uh, you know, I think I only heard about Bonbo about six months ago. Um, it doesn't seem like it's been uh, in the news, I guess, you know, to, at least in my orbit for very long. But um, the uh, what's interesting to me is the uh, interest that people show in Bonbo. Um, my, just as an example, a couple examples, uh, my parents who uh, live in Florida, they're Christian meditators, um, and they saw um, Father Lawrence give his presentation down in Jacksonville recently in January, and my mom said, you know, we, we've been talking about going to have a, having a family vacation to Europe, uh, and so she said, you know, we should go visit Bonbo. We should go visit Bonbo. And then there's another guy in my meditation group, and he uh, just heard about it, and he said, I think I want to go visit there when I retire next year, you know? So it's really just striking a chord with people, um, and there's, it seems to be uh, generating a lot of excitement. So uh, I think because it is new, at least, you know, again, for me it is new, um, just we're trying to, uh, understand and gather interest in, in Bonbo. Um, so Father Lawrence and I thought we would put a basket out on the way out uh, on the on the, where Mary Robinson checked you guys in. Uh, we'll put a basket on there. If you guys uh, see to it, you want to uh, support this venture financially, or if you want to support it with uh, a gift of service. Um, Father Lawrence picked up a general contractor in Germany, which was unexpected or just want more information, pamphlets, or something like that to share with your um, local meditation groups. Uh, we'd like to have your information and to know that you're interested. Um, so I will, I'll be leaving either a box or a basket out there. I'll have a little pad of paper that you can scribble down your name and, um, and any notes you want to make, I have all your email addresses so I can get in contact with you. And if you, just, uh, if you do have interest in helping to support this project, if you just want to put it in the, the box or basket, whatever, and I'll, I'll clearly identify it or whatever ends up on the table out there. So um, anyway, that's just what I wanted to say. And, and uh, thank you for making this presentation, Father Lawrence. Thank you. So.